Hello all, and welcome to Sweating the Small Stuff, a show where we sweat over indentured servitude. Or as I like to call it, Tom Nookonomics. <laughs> Nookonomics? Nookonomics. I am your host for this episode, Sam, and today I am joined by... You're, uh, I'm, wait, I'm the expert? Yes, you're the expert. All right, this is unexpected. This is unprecedented. We've only done this like a handful of times. I, Cameron, your humble host and creator, am now the, the, the big economics boy. Good. Okay, I was afraid you're not going to give yourself a title. <laughs> big economics boy is my the hat I'm wearing right now in the studio today. Hello. All right. And if everyone couldn't tell by that weird intro, we are talking about the economics in Animal Crossing, specifically Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah, it's a good game. It's oh, really good. Oh, God. I, they, get you. they can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> this is very addicting. Oh, and it's, God. Oh, it's so charming. It's just so wonderful. <laughs> I, could spend, I can't tell you how much time I could spend just running around the island fishing. Yes. There's something about... Fishing in that game is like hunting in Breath of the Wild. It's a weirdly mm. serene experience. Yeah, the whole game is just so peaceful and so nice. <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. That's not why you've dragged me into the studio closet studio. It's a studio. We're in quarantine. What's yes. up? <laughs> Hello. So, yes. yeah, you want... What, what was this thing that you were keen on? All right. So we are going to talk about the economics of Animal Crossing. And specifically, is Tom Nook... A genius or is he evil? Okay, this is, I like this. See, this is fun because Tom Nook, you may not know this because I spend too much time caring about the tiny things of video games. He's a tanuki. Tom Nook, tanuki. So he's a trickster. He's a little trickster raccoon dog. I'm so, staring at you so hard right now. I know, I'm this is a painful. <laughs> I feel like the people at home can hear my soul with it. Okay, no, but like, yeah, he's like the guy, right? Like, when mm -hmm. people think Animal Crossing, this. Honestly, for those of you who don't know, Animal Crossing is like Job Simulator for adults, too. Also, minor spoilers if you care. Like, this is the most early game stuff. I feel like I have to yeah, say uh, that. Spoilers? I don't. Okay. <laughs> There's not much of a plot, but. It has the most so, intense plot, and we're about to get to that. <laughs> All right, so you are whisked away to this island in the new game. You are given the opportunity to go to this island. You're going to inhabit it. It's going to be your home. So you get there, and Tom Nook, graceful as he is, you know, he presents, this is your island. You get to pick out a spot for your tent, and, you know, we're going to be a whole community. And then at the very end of doing all this, he says, oh, by the way, you owe me, like, this many bells. And the first thing you do is go, bells what are bells and that's right he created his own currency which is bells and then he gets to another fun oh but you don't have to pay with bells you could pay with nook miles and you're like what are nook miles oh he created his own reward system now you have to earn these rewards based on doing all these like beautification activities or like collecting bugs or fishing and by doing that you get rewards and then you're able to pay off your loan and then it's just a whole cycle throughout the whole game of you pay off your loan to tom nook and then he's like going oh you know what it'd be nice if you had a home or if you had an addition on that home or if something else is new and then you get into more debt because you're wanting more improvements and it's just an endless cycle of the economy growing. Yeah, and that's for those of you who aren't familiar with the larger Animal Crossing series. Animal Crossing was created by 
Katsuya Eguchi. He was a developer at Nintendo who moved from his like small home on the east of uh, Japan to mm-hmm. Kyoto to work at Nintendo, where Kyo- where Nintendo is based in Kyoto. Okay, yeah. And when he got there, like he was talking about, like it's that big city vibe, and he missed his like small town where like everyone knew each other, and there was this you know those tight bonds that you build. And so oh. the entire point of Animal Crossing was him trying to get that vibe back, but. Everything about the game is so weird when you think of it in that context because you just like appear, you manifest into existence, and then Tom Nook gives you a house and incredible debt. <laughs> oh, and and like not only he gives you a house, like he gives you a zero interest loan on this house. Is that how it usually is in the other games too? Yeah, it's always a nondescript is is like you get a house and you get a specific quantity debt that is zero interest and it is like there's no actual time horizon on when you're supposed to pay it. So it's like like at first you think like when you're a little kid and you like pick up this game, you think, "Okay, that that's a bummer." But when you're like an adult and you un- like you've had to deal with like interest rates and stuff, you're like, "That's amazing." Yeah, I'm like this is really nice. I know. Especially in New Horizons, it's like you go to a desolate island where no one is, and now you're trying to attract friends to come to your <laughs> desert island. And think about how the game starts. Timmy and Tommy, the guys who run the store, mm-hmm. who are Tom Nook's unofficial protege, apparently they are not related at all, even though they're all <laughs> Tanukis. So that's, don't, not all Tanukis are related. Now you know. Um, it's like, hey, you want to go on a vacation? Why don't you go on a vacation to a deserted island? And only when you go to the deserted island do you find out that your vacation is not only not free, but you have accrued debt with Tom Nook. And what's funny about this is this is just another installment in Tom Nook tricking you into taking things from him and then giving you debt. I mean, no, you're brought to this island and you know it's uninhabited, but like you're brought there to start a new life and start island life. And it's nice. Okay. He gives you a tent. Okay. Yeah. Because a tent. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, but on the other hand, like that thing you said at the top of the show, in a very real way, this is indentured servitude. For those of you who don't know, indentured servitude is a concept that you are given a debt and you are expected to pay off that debt in service to someone else. Mm-hmm. So it's like slavery, but it's justified with economics <laughs> as opposed to normal slavery, which we all acknowledge is very bad. It's slavery you can get out of, technically. As a dangerous description of what Tom Nook does. <laughs> Like, you get out of it once you've worked off a certain amount of time or a certain amount of money. That's true, because in the real world, a lot of the time when we think of indentured servitude, that debt is inescapable. They just keep coming up with excuses why there's more debt. Mm -hmm. But Tom, you're right, he doesn't add any interest. It's a very finite thing, but in a less pleasant way, he does keep giving you more debts. <laughs> he does. You technically don't have to take them, but they're very enticing. Like, you want to keep playing the game, <laughs> so well, you want to take them. Actually, I don't really know why I'm dunking on Tom Nook, because I'm sure you remember I've spent most of the time I've been playing this game telling you how much I love Tom Nook, because even <laughs> in the other games, like, he gives you debt. He also gives you a job. Yeah. And this is the weird give and take, because Tom Nook is considered by many players to be the villain capitalist of Animal Crossing. Like, he is the motivation for your actions. He gives you the job, which is the random thing you're going to do every day. Mm-hmm. He gives you a place to stay. And depending on how you look at the start of the game, technically you're effectively homeless. Like, in this game, you're not homeless. You're, like, going on vacation. Yeah, yeah. 
But if you look at the other games, you don't have any like property or anything. Like he effectively gave you a place to stay. Oh. I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm gonna bob back and forth about how I feel about Tom Nook, but like what he does here is buck wild because this is actually a principle that people have been pushing for for ending homelessness. Mm-hmm. It's called housing first. The idea that if you want people to become active members of the economy and not just a burden on the government and the f- services that we provide citizens, you need to give them that stability to become active participants. Tom Nook looks at you and he says, you know what you need? You need a home and you need a job. And once you have those things, you'll be able to participate in the economy and buy things and customize your house and then later on grow fruit and do stuff like that. On the one hand, if you think about Tom Nook is playing this villain where you become an indentured servant to him, always having to pay off debts. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, he's giving you housing and helping you become an active member of the economy. All right. So is this a tick in the wind column for Tom Nook of genius, not evil? I think this is a big question mark because it requires me to think that I'm homeless at the start of a game <laughs> and that this Tanuki has come because Tanukis are tricksters. So it's like, I don't know if I got tricked into a home loan or if this is just like a generous Tanuki boy capitalist. All right. Well, let's let's sidestep to another thing that I know have real world facsimiles at the moment, which is the zero percent interest rate on the loans. Yeah, so this is another case of Tom Nook teaching us economics. Because when you want to stimulate the economy, when you want people to participate in the economy, you want them to spend money. Mm-hmm. I know, this is my favorite part of the show, <laughs> economics. Tom Nook gives you a 0% loan. In the real world, there are actual institutions at the government level that help set interest rates. In the United States, we have the Federal Reserve. There are mm-hmm. other similar bodies in different countries. The goal of them saying the interest rates at different rates is to actually help offset inflation. You don't want interest rates to be too high or too low because then you'll have too little inflation or too much inflation and they'll be really bad for the economy. Suddenly dollars are worth pennies. Yeah, and it's also to help offset the economy crashing. Exactly. And that's a really big thing we're all experiencing now. I hate to say it, but like, We're in a quarantine. Mm -hmm. We're in a closet for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the only reason. (laughs) So when things are happening to economy, things are bad, the Fed will choose to lower interest rates. Right now, the Fed and many other of these financial institutions are lowering or zeroing out interest rates Mm -hmm. because they want money to keep flowing in the economy. And they're also buying bonds, making it easier to get loans, making it easier to get money out there. Because right now, if we're fortunate, we still get to keep our jobs and work from home. Some of us aren't that fortunate. And it can be even more difficult for businesses that expect you to come to a place and buy a thing because they can't, you're, you're not supposed to come to your house. Yeah. So they're trying to maximize the possibility to stimulate the economy. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, and Tom Nook is teaching us this lesson. He's not expecting you to have like a high interest rate loan that you have to pay off as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Because it's a 0% loan, you can pay it off whenever you want to. Now, in the real world, we expect you to pay off a loan in X amount of time. And usually the interest rate is fixed to that. It's saying you have to pay it in X amount of time because we're expecting this much interest to accrue in each increment of time. Yes, because I always... I always view Tom Nook as looking at the bigger picture. I see him as not focused on like screwing over the individual person, but just trying to grow this economy and make this new thing happen. Yeah. So if you had to ask me, Tom Nook giving you a 0% interest rate is him trying to stimulate this economy. And like, it's this weird thing where you have to question, he controls some of the levers of power. 
Mm-hmm. Because he seems to run everything. Yes. <laughs> like everything on the island and stuff like that in the new game is all Nook Inc. and all that stuff. So I'm going to have to say, though, at the end of this, the 0% interest rate, the loan he gives you, all that stuff, he's teaching us a very valuable lesson on how to stimulate an economy. Mm. But we have to go back to something you said at the beginning. Because remember how we're paying these debts. We're using bells and Nook Miles, which he invented, right? Ah, uh, yes. Let's talk about the reward system he made. For those of you who don't know, the economy in the new game, I, if, I don't remember in the other games, but in the new game, his entire currency that you use on this island, where basically you and like three other people exist currently, is a currency he made, which means as you earn bells, let's pretend for a moment that this was the real world and I went to this island mm-hmm. and I earned bells. When I came back to the United States, The bells are worthless. I can't sell bells to people because people don't value them here. Oh, yeah. They're they're only it's like Monopoly money. Like it's only useful in the game Monopoly. It's literally Monopoly money. And what's crazy about that is we've seen something like this before back, especially during the different mining booms throughout America's history. We've Mm -hmm. seen things called company towns. For anyone who doesn't know, a company town is an entire town that's built around a single company. Like there might be a coal mine. And that coal mining company would effectively own the entire town. They would own the actual land. They would own and sell goods in the general store. They would sell any supply you can think of in the town. And a lot of the times they'd pay you in this non-cash currency, like this voucher called a, usually it's referred to as a script or non-cash voucher Mm -hmm. that is issued by the company. And that is what Bells and Nook Miles are. (laughs) They're like just money that is just from Mr. Nook himself on this Nook Island getaway. Ah, you're right. (laughs) And here's where things get a little worse if you really think about it, because the biggest problem with this isn't just the fact that you're basically trying to make money in a currency that is only valuable if you can trade it in at the general store for whatever Mr. Nook's selling you. Mm -hmm. By extension, he can set prices however he wants. True. Fortunately, Mr. Nook is an ambivalent man, and so are Timmy and Tommy, so they don't usually, like, do a lot to screw you over. Actually, a lot of the times in the new game, you can actually sell him stuff you make at, like, he'll pay you a premium of his own money, but still his own money. (laughs) Yeah, and also in the new game... I like Timmy and Tommy say this where they say they will buy anything like Mm -hmm. they buy they buy weeds they buy literally anything (laughs) you can sell them so like on the one hand it seems really beneficial to you because like oh I'm getting all this money Mm -hmm. but then you remember to them they're literally able to print that money so you're effectively giving them stuff and they're tricking you into thinking that you're getting something valuable for it and then another problem if you are in the company town and you're being paid in company town money mm-hmm. they can choose like there's no way for you to have savings there's no way for you to save money cuz you're not getting money if you uh-huh. want to ever say anything bad about your employer they can fire you and you're effectively worthless because then you can't spend money at the retail store you can't pay your rent And they can fluctuate the price as much as they want. Yeah, or I was thinking of like, what if, well, you're saying company towns, but even going back to Animal Crossing, what if the island goes bust? What if Tom Nook just decides, I don't want to do this anymore, and ups and leaves? You have nothing. Yeah, You don't own anything. He might take Orville and Wilbur with him, and then you'll be trapped there, and no dodos to fly you away. You'll be trapped. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no, Tom. Yeah, think about it. In all the different games, has anyone ever talked bad about Mr. Nook? No, they can't. They can't afford to lose that kind of business. <laughs> all right. So that may be a, a tick in the evil column. Yeah, he, he might be an evil capitalist. 
in that one respect. Okay, so I think we can all agree that he is an evil genius. That is, that is, it is both evil and genius. Like, here's the worst part of it, though, is like, there's like one last contradiction that is just what Animal Crossing is, especially in New Horizon. Oh? If you think about it, you are going on a vacation getaway. Mm hmm. But in the process of going on your vacation getaway, you're getting tricked into beautifying an island so that Mr. Nook and Timmy and Tommy can attract other villagers to come to your island to spend money on things at your island. He's effectively using you to build a resort and profiting off of your efforts. I feel like this is going back to the indentured servant thing. <laughs> exactly. And like everything you do in the game comes back to him wanting to do that. But the thing is like by playing Animal Crossing, you ex get exposed to such clear fundamentals of capitalist economic values. Mm -hmm. Everything that Tom Nook does is motivated by trying to like, that's the thing he's, and I'm going to use this word as loosely as possible. An altruistic capitalist. Ooh, all Everything right. Everything about his actions should seem sinister. He's trying to get you to be an indentured servant. He's basically trying to get you to pay to do things for him. He's mm -hmm. like, this is the ultimate capitalist principle. But in every single one of the games, and especially in the new one, he's bolstering economic principles to like help bring more people to the island resort. Like It seems like he could benefit way more. This isn't the, your, like, mom and dad's capitalism where we try to eke out every single penny and crush you <laughs> under its wheels. Like, no. He's giving you an opportunity to explore a desert island and have fun messing around and going to other places and doing whatever. He's, like, giving you 0% loans and doing stuff that, like, are not as menacing as the typical capitalist approach to this kind of thing. He's not trying to make a quick buck. He's trying to be the, like, ultra-rich millionaire, billionaire of this world. He wants to own it. Every single thing he does isn't like the short-term gains. It's not a company trying to sell your data or some random doodad to get rich. Mm -hmm. Every step he takes is to slowly, incrementally beautify a place to attract more people to come to it. He's trying to build an economy. He's trying to show you how to start from effectively nothing. You start on the island. Timmy and Tommy have some stuff you might want. There's random resources around the island. You can either choose to take care of those resources or abuse them to get a few extra bucks so that Timmy and Tommy can give you enough bells to get along to your next thing faster. Throughout the game, you're learning core economic principles, especially capitalist principles, about how to collect resources, treat resources, do things that either you can choose to do them well and make a sustainable island, or you can keep going off on the Dodo Flying Express service and pillaging other islands to just taking their resources and coming back to yours and making it pretty. That seems like a good note to end. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't like my hardcore Tanuki breakdown of Animal Crossing and it's like... like Animal Crossing, the ultimate economics game. Th this is what I think is the like real beauty of Animal Crossing. Think of the age range of people who are attracted to this game. I'm, I'm on the older side, I'll admit that. <laughs> but like even my youngest cousins and their friends attracted to this game. And I mean, like, young, like... Like kids, yes. Yeah. And it's a game that teaches you you have to be responsible with money. You have to be careful who you make deals with. You have to understand what you're really paying for or doing. You have to do your chores daily. You have to beautify things. You have to talk to people daily. You have to make friends. Yeah, and 
another thing that was actually really interesting, just going back to a quick gush about the game, this game couldn't exist until the GameCube because it's tied to a real world clock. For anyone who's never played Animal Crossing, the day and night cycle is tied to the real world. Like, if you play at 4 a.m., it'll be 4 a.m. in the game. Mm-hmm. And so it's even teaching you that, like, the things you do don't happen immediately, like in other games. It takes a day or two for you to realize the benefits of what you've tried to achieve. You, it really is. You're creating your own community. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I love this game. It's so good. I'm going to go play it right now. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> let's wrap things up. All right, should should I plug stuff? I feel like you always have to have the last say. Oh, <laughs> uh, that. Oh, 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 get dunked on. Oh, everyone was listening just for that moment. All right, you know what? Yes, yes. Why don't you start us off so I can have the last word? <laughs> All right. Well, you can follow me on Instagram at lil.baby.banshee. That is L-I-L.baby.banshee. Or you can follow my food blog at the sampler. Dot blog. And you can follow Cameron at Wildcard Cameron and learn about all of his other economic musings about Animal Crossing. <laughs> and you can find all of our stuff for Swine and Small Stuff at Small Stuff Show or on our website, smallstuff.show. But let's take a moment to be altruistic here. I, I want to be like my hero, Mr. Nook, the altruistic capitalist. I don't want you to, to like come and talk to me. I don't want you to give me money. That's silly. I want you to go find someone you... Th- who's playing Animal Crossing right now and just sit them down and be like, hey, you're already playing Animal Crossing. Your mind's already in a good place. Let me put this podcast right in your ears. Why don't you just listen to the docet tones of Cameron and the incredible interviewing styles of Samantha. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, word of mouth is the best way to get the word out. And on that note, from movies to media to Tom Nookonomics, is details like these that make it worth sweating the small stuff. It's such a good theme. Oh my gosh, so good.